People spend a lifetime searching for their purpose. Come walk in my shoes as I find mine. You're now listening to the JK Experience. Going, okay, I'm gonna take full responsibility for the happiness in my life. Good for you, you feel you're talented in that. Pursue that, who gives a crap what everybody else says, right? When you are disciplined about how you take action on the things that you desire to accomplish, does it make you better? Absolutely. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the JK Experience. Um, James. Hey. Dude, it is good to have you back. It is good to be back. It really is. It is. It, you know, it's funny, uh, nobody else knows this because we really strategically planned this that nobody knew you were, as, you were gone for as long as you did. Yeah, nobody listening, right? <laughs> well, one person. How? How? One, one, no, one person listening because Dude, we hurt. didn't announce it. Like, I don't think we... Did we make a big deal of it? Oh, yeah, we did. Like our last episode, okay. we talked about that you're gone for three weeks and boom, you're back. Nobody missed me. I think a lot of people missed you, man, but nobody so, knew you were gone. Yeah, that's right. So it was good. I, I got out. I recharged my batteries. It was great. Yeah. Um, but as glad as I was to get gone, I'm so glad to be back. Yeah. Well, we are glad to have you back. Um, and and I'm excited to talk about today's topic. You know, as you, as you were gone, one of the things I was able to do is really kind of take a step back and say, you know, what are the things that we've been tackling? What are the issues that we've been talking about? And what do we need to do to drive for the rest of this year, drive into the, you know, next year? And what should we be focused on? And I absolutely love this time of the year. You know, right now we're in the, uh, you know, midway through the fourth quarter and we're starting to look at what the next year is going to be like, right? I love it because we get to start dreaming again. And today's topic is literally about as a individual, as a leader, as a, uh, as a parent, um, as a uh, man or a woman, like, what are you dreaming about? And I don't know. I mean, I know about you, James, but I don't know about you when you're, as you, as you are listening to this, when's the last time you dreamt? Like, mm. when is the last time you took some time and started to dream about the future and what that future could look like, what the future you could look like? What does your life look like? Right. And if you're into any of this kind of this self-help and into this self-motivation, and if you're into anything that's inspirational, they, they often talk about like always trying to picture who you're going to become and who you are, but not a lot of people really sit back and even dream anymore. And we, we've lost that, right? Yeah. We've lost that in our culture. We've lost that as, a, as adults. Man, when we were kids, dude, like we used to dream all the time. Dream big. Yeah. Right? So here, here's one of the things, as you were talking about that, I... I was discouraged from this at an early age because they used to, my, my parents would go to parent teacher conferences and they'd be like, Hey, you know what? James is great. He's, he's fun to have around. He's, he's a bit of a daydreamer though. Uh-huh. Right. I've always been that guy. Yeah. And they tried to kind of coach that out of me, tried to get that out of me. And so I think I wasn't alone in that. And I think a lot of people get, you know, accused of being daydreamers or dreaming too big. Yeah. And so they go, uh, maybe that's not the most productive thing I could be doing is dreaming. Right. So I think as we grow as adults and, and business people, we kind of get away from that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, life takes over and sure. you start to get consumed with the things that you believe are important. I mean, the world is a distraction. Yeah. You know, you're going to find a distraction that, and, and there's so many things out there that truly aren't important, but they become important at the time in your life. And we get distracted by things that really aren't going to help move us forward. P- 
people, I mean, that's why people wake up with a midlife crisis. Yes. That's why people, um, you know, they find in their marriage that all of a sudden they wake up one day and they don't know each other because they're not doing those things together, right? They're not intentional with the things that are truly important in their life, right? We get distracted by the things that make us happy in the moment, but not fulfill us for our life. Yeah. And as a, as a leader, you have challenged me to dream bigger yeah. than what I ever even thought I would. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you're saying, Hey, listen, I don't want to talk about next week. I don't want to talk about next year. I don't even want to talk about 10 years from now. I want to go long term, Right. Right. And so because of that, it, I've had to kind of re kind of change up the way I think about or the way I dream so that I'm thinking much, much bigger. So, that. so let's talk about that today. I think that there's three things in your, uh, when it comes to your life, how do you, how do you dream? How, like, what are the things, where should you be like p- applying this into your life? And first of all, um, I think of, uh, there's three things. There's one is, um, leadership and there's uh, with your spouse or your significant other, mm-hmm. and then your personal, uh, dreaming. Right. And so for us, one of the things I'm so excited about is that here very shortly, we get to get, we get to go together, uh, as a leadership team and go to a leadership retreat. And part of it, not all of it by any means, but part of it is going to be about, let's dream big. Mm-hmm. Let's just throw it out there. Let's just put together and let's, let's, let's start to think of the what ifs and how big and when would that happen and how could that happen? I don't care if it makes any sense. I don't care if it's so unrealistic, but let's just start dreaming because when you start dreaming, the ideas start to come together. The collaboration starts to come together. The excitement starts to come together. All of those things happen when you start getting out of your comfort zone and start thinking of the what ifs and what the possibilities of life could look like. Yeah. So it, I'm also excited about, about the leadership retreat. I'm going to say this. I'm going to go on record. Fourth quarter is my jam. Right. Because and here's why, because last year we went to the leadership retreat. It was held up in Buffalo, Wyoming, and we just we got away from the office. We got away from all the distractions Mm -hmm. and we put some really, really good things together while we were there. Yeah. I look at this as another opportunity to do that and then some. Right. So I'm really looking forward to this. And I'm not kidding you. That leadership retreat, it fueled me all the way through midsummer this year because I was still at going after those goals that we set. And I was yeah. still trying to implement those things that we talked about all the way back in November. So I'm looking forward to this. It's, it's so necessary in any organization that you do this type of stuff. Well, and here's the thing is that so many organizations don't take the time to do this, right? Yeah. Uh, when they're, you know, Hey, listen, we got to budget this. This is a cost and it is a cost. You're right. I mean, not only is it a financial cost right now, but if you don't do it, there's a much bigger cost and people don't realize it because they look at the monetary value at the moment and they don't realize what you're truly missing out on. If you apply this into your company, it is just a massive thing that you really need to be identifying and saying, it's worth, it's worth the price. It's worth it. It's worth the time. And it's definitely worth our vision and do in order to do this. Yeah. Hey, burnout's a real thing. Burnout from either yourself, right? The CEO or your staff, your, your leadership. If you do not make time for this kind of stuff, they're going to experience some burnout and it's going to cost you a lot more in the end. Yeah, I agree. All right. So there's kind of that, that, that's leadership retreat. That's company retreat. You know what you should be doing. And so for us, we're taking basically a half a day, one day, a full day, the next and a half a day, the next day. So it's literally over a three day period. And you're right. We're getting out of sight. We're getting out of mind. Listen, if you can't afford to do that, that's fine. There's a lot of resources, no matter where you're at, there's, there's multiple resources that you could be doing. And I, I remember one year we did a, um, a leadership retreat. We, we did it in Casper. We did it, um, 
at a at a restaurant because they had a boardroom there. Mm-hmm. We we did one at a nonprofit organization. I mean, so you don't have to spend money to do it, and you can you can take time. I mean, you could be on a Friday afternoon. It could be on a Saturday. I remember one year we did it on a Saturday, and <laughs> unfortunately, it was I think it was after a company party. So everybody was really exhausted and tired. Uh, so big time fail, you know, you'll sure. learn. But we we didn't have a lot of money to spend on it. So, uh, but what we want to do is be very intentional with it, right? Mm-hmm. So every year we've continued to add and grow and be challenged by it. Just got off of a great leadership retreat with Todd and his company. So it took, you know, took awesome and wonderful notes from there. We're going to apply it. So as a leader, you have a responsibility, like, are you really leading your people? If you are not doing a retreat that is recapping the year and then giving a vision for the next year and including people in that vision and including people on how we're going to accomplish that, you're not really leading. You have a bunch of followers. So true. And I think it, it in how you frame that, that, that leadership retreat also, this was my first, this last year was my first experience with, with a true leadership retreat. Uh-huh. And one of the things that I thought that was really pivotal for me was the fact that you said, Hey, listen, I want to encourage everybody to be really open with their ideas. Like nothing yeah. is out of the realm here. Just throw it out there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we did an exercise right off the bat that kind of promoted that. And that was great. So, and I, I think we could ultimately do another podcast completely on how do you, how do you run yeah. a retreat? Yeah. Because there's a lot of people out there who probably go, yeah, retreat. So what do you do? Just sit around the pool, drink it? No, you don't. It's, right. it was very intentional, very productive. Yeah. Well, and I'll tell you this. I mean, ju- we can definitely do that. Um, use the web, like just Google. Yeah. Like there's so much information online right now that, that I will tell you this. That's what I did. I literally did that. I was researching, like, how do you create a great retreat? What are the steps that you need to be doing? What are the things you need to be implementing? So, I mean, my first year, that's exactly what I did. And then from there, I've just been adding. And then, of course, then I'm also asking other people Mm -hmm. that are leading other retreats. I'm asking other people that are mentoring me and people that I respect and asking them, what are the best practices? What are the things that you did that got the most out of it? Hey, how did you make the most impact and how do the people have the most to say if, you know, in your retreats? So you're just constantly trying to add more information from other people and other resources. So that, that's just a really quick thing that people, if you're, if you're going to be doing it and we mm-hmm. haven't done the podcast yet, just Google it. You're going to find plenty of information on it and start taking bits and pieces from it. Yeah. And, and I cannot stress how, how important it is to, to keep that open. Like just let them, let those ideas go. Um, all right. So the other thing that I think is equally important and is really as a, on a personal level is that, you know, you've got a significant other, you've got a spouse, uh, that is with you in, in, uh, maybe not just in, they're not with you in business, but they're in with you with life. Right. But they're a part of business because as a leader, you, you do take stuff home, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're constantly, you know, you're bringing them into situations, good and bad and indifferent. And so what are you doing to make sure that you, the two of you are on the same page? This is something that Kate and I have done and we do it every year. Um, and, and we look forward to this time. We look forward to these opportunities where we're going to go on a, on a spouse retreat. Right. And you know, when we first did this, when it was in our, in our younger years, you know, we didn't have a lot of money and we definitely didn't have a babysitter that was going to be able to, uh, you know, take the three or four kids that we had, you know, we, we had to be creative with it. So it might just be a, a dinner out. It might be mm-hmm. an evening. It might be a, hey, listen, we're going to get a, um, a babysitter from 12 o'clock to 6 o'clock, so we're going to take the afternoon and we're going to go and be very intentional with this, right? You can be very creative with this. It doesn't have to be a two- or three-day retreat by any means, 
but how are you going to be intentional with that time? How are you going to start vision cast? How do you, you want your life to look like together, right? Unfortunately, a lot of couples don't do this. And just like I made a comment earlier, they find, they wake up one day, the kids are gone. Um, I'm just retired. You know, things have changed in their life and they wake up and they look to the person next to them and they don't even recognize them, right? Yes. And that, if you don't want that to happen, what are you doing to make sure it doesn't happen now? Yeah. One of the, one of the ways that Mandy and I have found that we can vision cast or an opportunity for us to vision cast really impromptu is when we're traveling to kids games. Yes. Right. That windshield yeah. time is so valuable. And to the point to where, when we're out of sports season, we miss that time. So we have to find other ways to, to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, so, so, you know, when I was saying that Kate and I are going to be having our retreat, literally it's going to be as we go down, as we're having, you know, dinner in the evenings, when we come back from that, mm -hmm. you know, and then we of course take some time a little bit later on, we're going to kind of review all this stuff and then say, okay, how does the business plan? How does everything that we want to do in the business? And then how does our life, how do they mesh together? Yeah. You know, how do, how do we continue to dream on both of these different avenues? but make sure that they overlap so that they're not conflicting with each other and that we're making the most of the situation. You got it. Um, you know, and as we're talking about this vision casting, I, I think of one of the most influential books that I read. It was by a guy named Michael Vance. Michael Vance is the guy who created the Disney Imagineers. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. And Walt Disney brought him on and he said, Hey, listen, I, I'm building these big magical, this big magical theme park. I am afraid that I'm not able to dream big enough alone. And because of that, they brought on, brought in all these people and the end result is what you see because yeah. they encouraged that open, unlimited dreaming. And it turned into what we see today as Walt yeah. Disney World, Walt Disneyland. So, yeah. um, you have to have that. And, and even on the, in the microcosm of your personal relationship, you better be dreaming big. What yeah. happens when the kids are gone? What happens when the house is paid off? What happens when it's retirement time? What's our plan? Yeah. Do you know something really quick just on uh, Walt Disney? Tell me. So he had passed away before they actually opened up the park. I don't, you knew, I don't know if you knew this or not. So Disney World was not um, actually open okay. by the time that Walt Disney passed away. And as they were doing the ribbon cutting, um, one of the gentlemen walked up to, I don't know if it was Walt's son or if it was the second man, you know, the man in charge, and said, you know, wouldn't this been an awesome day for Walt to see his vision, you know? And the guy turned to him and he said, he did. He already did because he dreamed it and yeah. he envisioned it. You bet. And I thought that was just brilliant because you have to look at those things in your life and you have to be able to see them before they're even accomplished, right? Because mm -hmm. you're going to, you need that. I mean, you need that because it gets tough and it gets challenging and there are things that come up. There's distractions that we all face, but there's also disappointments. There's, there's things, there's roadblocks. There's, you know, there, there, things happen in life that are not easy. And if you don't have that vision, if you don't have that clarity in your purpose and why you're doing what you're doing, you will always get distracted. And I think that's one of the reasons why people end up not succeeding in their life because they get distracted and they don't stay focused on the things that they truly feel are important. Yeah. Mandy and I talk about this all the time. You, you better have a plan for, I mean, if I love those parents who, who are all about their kiddos and you should be right. right. Those kiddos yeah. are only young ones, but if your entire world revolves around those kiddos and their activities, yeah. Yep. What happens when they hit 18, 19 years old and they leave the nest? What are you living for? Yep. Yep. I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, I think that not only that on top of that is also if you are not loving your spouse the way that you should be, what kind of an example are you showing your, your children, right? Bingo. And, and I, I just absolutely couldn't agree with you more.
Um, I, you know, <laughs> I gotta say this. I never thought I would ever say this because when I was growing up, my, my dad would often say this to me. Sometimes I was not maybe talking to my mom the best way. Right. Mm -hmm. And my dad would say this and now I find myself literally repeating the same words and he would turn to me and he'd say, listen, you may think that you can talk to your mom that way, but you'll never talk to my wife that way. Nice. And I'm like, yes, like that is yeah. so, I'm like, it just gave me a newfound respect. Like, oh my gosh, that's not just my mom, but okay. That's my dad's mm -hmm. wife, right? That's my father's wife. And so I've used that line with my kids and it works really well. So if you're listening to this and you're finding challenges as a dad and they're talking to your wife in a certain way, that's a great one liner that will absolutely rock them. They'll look at you like, oh. That's right. That's just not mom. Yeah. So that's not mom. Uh, it's not just mom. Right. That's so I, awesome. so I, so I totally just distract, I got distracted there, but Hey, let's, so we'll go back to this. So the first one is your leadership retreat as a company. Are you dreaming as a company? Are you taking time to do that? Second one is okay. What are you doing with your spouse? Their significant other. Are you taking time intentionally to dream with your significant other, the person you care most about right in your life? And the third one right here is this one. Are you taking personal time? Are you taking that personal retreat to just dream within yourself? And I, and I tell you what, one of that, that's a hard, that's a hard concept for a lot of people to, 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 to take time to do, because first of all, they feel like they're very selfish if they mm -hmm. do that, you know, that they're, they're the last person that they want to be pouring into. And we know for fact that if you don't pour into yourself, if you don't lead yourself first, you will never truly be the person you want to be for other people. And we've talked about this numerous times, but this is something that's very important. So as you get to the end of the year, as you start having these conversations with other people, have you taken some time? Are you going to take some time to just sit with yourself, right? Are you going to take some time to start dreaming about like, what, what do I want my life to look like? What, who do I want to look like? Right. Um, I got to tell you, I've had some amazing conversations here in the last two weeks uh, with some people that have really challenged and pushed themselves to do some things this year. And as we were reflecting on how the year has gone for them, the question I asked them is, you know, back in 2018, if I was going to tell you that your life would look like X, Y, Z, that you were going to accomplish this, this, and this, that you were going to be the person that got to experience this, this, and this, but along the way, you're going to have to deal with some hardships and you're going to have to deal with a little bit of pain and some change in your life. Would you want to be that person in 2019? And everybody hands down was just raising their hands and saying, yes, absolutely. That's the person they are today. Yeah. And it's just so awesome to see what change can truly look like if you take ownership of your life. But if you've never dreamed of the person you want to become, how do you know if you'll ever get there? Yeah. You've got to make that time for self-reflection, self-improvement and self-fulfillment. Uh -huh. You better be taking some time out of your day to go, all right, where am I headed? Where am I going? Where I been? And if you're not doing that, you're a robot. Like you're just going through the steps and yeah. at yeah. some point you're going to look up and go, what the heck happened in the last 20 years? And you're going to feel really unfulfilled Yes, and it's, you don't get that time back. Yeah. So what do you do? How do you do that? Right? So you've, you've, you've gotten three different areas of your life that you need to be um, looking at for reflection and, 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 and a retreat, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Right. So I've got a couple of things that I, I just want you to think about. Right. So one of them is you've got to review 
right? So the first thing you should be doing is reviewing your year, recap it, see, find out where, where were the things that you did well, do the things that, no, just look at the, the year in review. And then you got to rejoice. You know, we don't spend enough time rejoicing on the things that we've come, uh, we've accomplished because we always look at the things that we failed in or that we didn't accomplish or we let ourselves down with. You've got to take some time to rejoice, even if it's in the little things. And we talk about, you know, moving pebbles. And you've got to take some time to do that because it you can sometimes get overwhelmed with all of the things that you aren't and don't realize all the things that you have become. So take some time to rejoice in that. The other thing is that you've got to take some time to reevaluate, right? Reevaluate the things that are important in your life because sometimes those change. We're in a different season of life and maybe that thing that we thought in the beginning of 2019 was really important, but now that we're at the end of it, we've realized that that truly wasn't important or that isn't important for the next year. We've got to take some time to reevaluate the priorities that we have in our life and readjust those, right? So we've kind of, we reevaluated. And then of course we, we rejuvenate. How do we rejuvenate? That's when we vision cast. That's when we dream about the things that we want to become. We rejuvenate because it, it helps, like it feeds our soul and feeds who we are. And it gives us an idea of who we want to become. And we get so rejuvenated from that. I will promise you that. And then the last thing of course, is I want you to replenish. And how do you replenish? Well, you replenish by actually writing down goals. What are the goals in your life? What are the things you want to accomplish? Because if you accomplish those, because you're not going to accomplish everything, right? That's why I said if, but if you accomplish those, this is what life can look like. So that's part of like that replenish. Like by doing this, this is going to replenish me. And you know, you and I, James, we talk about this all the time. It should be the areas of business, health, and life. If you're struggling on like, well, what should I be setting goals in? Simply just go back to business, health, and life. What are the things you want to achieve in business? What are the things you want to achieve in your health? And then what are the things you want to achieve in your life? What are the things that are personal to you? So are there relationships that you need to work on? Are there things that you want to accomplish personally that you know that if you do, gosh, life is going to look so amazing and it's going to be so amazing. And the person I've, that I've got to become to do that is different from the person I am right now. Yeah. And that is, you said a mouthful there, but I think you've got to, I think you got to simplify it down just, just in those things. Yeah. I love that they all begin in R. The alliteration there is awesome, but you you have to if you're not if you're not focusing on those things, mm-hmm. then how are you going to move forward in the future? Like how? Yeah, right. And I tell you, you know, as we've talked about this before, and I mean, as you're listening to this, you know, the reason why you want to continue to keep growing is because right now you might be at a point like you want to, but you just don't know how to. The reason why you're reading books, the reason why you're listening to these podcasts is because you have noticed in yourself that you want to lead, that you want a better life, that you want to be, you want to accomplish more things, but you could have been like me and be like me in the sense of like, I don't know all the answers to how I'm going to get there. Right. And so that's why we have to constantly be filling ourselves with all this other information because there's little bits and pieces that we're all taking from this. Right. So I think it's so important. So, you know, the review, the rejoice, the reevaluate and the replenish, like those are things that I had to learn. Those are things that I, that I learned from other people, but I, you know, there's the process of it, man. We, so much of us, so many of us, you, whether you're listening to it or just us, right. That we're, you know, James and I, you and I, we want to be better people. We strive to do that. We, we go to bed, uh, we go to bed dreaming. We wake up with a purpose, right? We go yeah. to bed dreaming. We wake up with a purpose, 
Are you, the per- are you the type of person right now that you are just grinding every day and you haven't taken any time to start dreaming about the person you want to become? If you are, you've got to do this right now. You've got to stop. You've got to step back right now and you've got to take some time to start dreaming again. Well, some of the greatest things that have ever happened have started out with dreams, yeah. right? Whether it's, it's building a business, having a great relationship, having a wonderful family, they all started out with those dreams. So take time to make time to dream. Yeah. All right, guys. I know we went along a little bit long here, but uh, I tell you what, man, I just was so good to be back in here. This has been on uh, my heart to talk about for a while, and I'm just so glad to have you back in here, brother. It's good to be back. All right. We'll see you on the next one. Wait, before you go, we want you to know how thankful we are for you listening to the JK Experience. You're the reason we keep sharing valuable content every week. If you found any value in this podcast, please subscribe to our channel and write us an honest review. We want to know what you think so that we can grow with you. We'll catch you next time.